Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. Episode 39, Showing Up as the Person You Want to Be. Hello, welcome back. I just realized I had another podcast similar to this topic, and yet I was going to title it the same, Who Do You Want to Be? And I went back and listened to it, and my content for this podcast is very different. I have been thinking about this subject for a long time. And I think it's time that we have a talk with ourselves about who do we really want to be and am I showing up in the world as that person? It takes some work to be a good, kind compassionate, loving person. It's very easy to have a pity party and feel sorry for ourselves and feel like we are being mistreated. But what is behind, I think, all happiness in life is learning to love everyone through the good the bad, and the ugly. Our minds like to give us justifying thoughts as to why we can't choose love and why we should be choosing judgment. Of course our brain would do this because it's had so much practice as to why It's our circumstances, our past, the way somebody's treated us, what's going on in our life right now, that that is the cause of our unhappiness. When we practice thinking something enough times, it becomes a habit. So we default to that. We default to blaming somebody or something else. So what we are doing is getting to be really good at being a victim to our circumstances. We've we've done it all our lives. When we were little and somebody ripped a toy out of our hands, we thought we got mad because they took the toy from us. We didn't know how to process our thinking any other way. As we grew into adults, when somebody criticizes us, we feel hurt because we think it was those words they were saying or them saying those words that made us feel hurt. No one ever told us that it's our thoughts about what's happening in our lives that brings us the pain 
not the actual situation or the person. It's the meaning, what our thoughts are telling us. It's the meaning we put to the situation that causes us to feel a negative vibration inside our body that if it's a negative vibration coming from negative thoughts, then it's unsatisfying. But because we aren't aware or understanding of this concept that it's our thoughts that are causing this negative feeling, we don't use that tool, that concept to benefit us. It takes awareness and practice to be able to control how we want to feel. And this happens when we practice being aware, controlling, and choosing our thoughts. The part we don't talk about as much is that the feelings that come about from whatever thoughts we're having determine how we're going to behave. And so even when we behave irrationally, we still want to blame it on something outside of us. But the only person we have to blame is ourself. We want to blame our behavior on the actions of others. They need to apologize to me before I can forgive them, is one example I've heard from some people. This is your brain lying to you. You can forgive them without them apologizing to you. You can you can think they need to apologize, but you're putting the responsibility to feel good, to forgive someone, to love someone. You're putting it all on them. You are robbing yourself of feeling one of the most amazing feelings of all, and that is to love somebody and forgive somebody that's difficult to love. So my question to you is, how do you want to behave as a person? Do you want to be judging and resentful and unkind to others? Or do you want to be giving and forgiving and loving of others? We're never perfect at behaving the way we even want to be. But it feels good to even try. The brain has a stronger desire to be right than to feel good. So it's going to try to keep you from believing 
this idea that you'd rather be right than you want to feel good. Because that's easier for it to find evidence of why you might be right. And you know, you could be right. But if you hang on to that so tight that you can't allow to have compassion and love for another person, even if they're wrong, then it's not worth it. It's not worth being in a war or a battle, especially with those that we love. Your brain will do everything it can to help you resist feeling good just for the sake of being right. It wants you to be right. And that's actually your ego, the natural man, controlling your brain. I truly believe what we all really want is just to feel good, not to be famous, not to be rich, not to be a celebrity, but just to be able to feel good. And I often define feeling good as just being at peace with myself and my life and the world. In addition to our brain wanting to be right, we have a strong desire to have this good feeling of peace more than 50% of the time. But I'm sorry, it needs to be that we only get to feel good 50% of the time. And then we start comparing ourselves to others, thinking, oh, they're happier way more than 50% of the time. Why can't I have that in my life? Heavenly Father didn't set things up that way. I believe in the Book of Mormon, which is a book that is another testament that Jesus is the Christ and he came to this earth. It's a book from my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And it says in a scripture in 2 Nephi 2, verse 11, for it must needs be that there is opposition in all things. If not so, righteousness could not be brought to pass. In other words, there could be no right or wrong. Neither wickedness, again, there could be no wrong, and there if there was no right, neither holiness, which I like to think of as virtue, 
nor misery, nor good or bad. End of scripture. But with some intentionality, a desire to become the person you want to become, you just need to learn to become the boss of your brain. And that's where coaching can help guide you through this practice. Many get frustrated or they think they need more than living, feeling positive feelings only 50% of the time. But it's the other 50% of the time where we're not feeling peace that puts life in perfect balance. With the negative bringing some discomfort, or even a lot of discomfort, the positive feels so good. We can feel grateful when we're happy and humble when we're not feeling much peace all in the same life. So a 50-50 life is really a perfect solution to living the best life. All this preliminary talk I've been going on about is leading up to discuss who do you want to be? Do you want to be right? Or do you want to feel compassion for someone that you know has flat out told a lie about you? Do you want to be a victim and believe all your thoughts? Or do you want to learn to see things from a different perspective that allows you not to judge, but to feel compassion for a person who has wronged you. What kind of person do you really want to be? And I can't answer that for you. Do you have a greater need to be treated a certain way, or do you have a greater need to understand how others treat others that how they treat others has more to do with what it means about them than what it means about you? Or does that not matter to you? Do you want to be a person who chooses to love someone that is difficult to love? Do you want to be a person to forgive someone that doesn't even deserve to be forgiven? Or would you rather just feel justified in judging these people? In order to be or act like the person we want to be, I have six steps you can go through. Step one is first to become a watcher of your thoughts. Become aware 
of the thoughts that are going through your head, that are in your brain, that are in your mind. Be aware of what you are thinking when you are having a negative emotion, especially when you're judging another person. Number two, get in the habit of not believing all your thoughts. Number three, figure out which thoughts are causing you to feel a way you want to feel and believe those thoughts. And then when you get to feeling the way you want to feel, act on those feelings that would cause you to behave like a person who had that feeling. I'm going to give you some examples in a moment that'll maybe make this a little clearer to you. So step number five is, is your, ask yourself, is your behavior causing you to show up in the world the way you want to? And do you like yourself for showing up that way? And if you don't, then go back to step three and examine your feelings. And if you don't like how you're feeling, decide how you want to feel and then change your thoughts that would cause you to feel the way you want to feel. I know too many people that are miserable. They don't even want to be miserable. But because they don't know what's causing themselves to be miserable, they still cannot give up having to be right. Having to be right still trumps being miserable to them. I know way too many people that withhold their love toward an adult child because they feel that if they show love to them, they are condoning a bad behavior that this person might be exhibiting. But the truth is, you'll have greater influence over loving a person with bad behavior than judging them because they need your love more than ever. I know far too many moms that are robbing themselves 
of feeling the amazedness that can that only love can offer. They are robbing themselves of feeling the best feeling in the whole world because they choose not to love a child because their child doesn't show them love back. I've never heard anyone regret loving too much. I've never heard anyone say they found that there were right times and wrong times to love. I have never seen love needing permission to love. Choose to love as often as possible, especially those that are hard to love, but only do it if you want to feel good as often as possible. Love is always an option. Love is always available. Love always wins. Love always feels best. And love is always a choice. You have your agency. It's your choice to feel how you want to feel and be who you want to be. I thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking to you next week. If you're frustrated because your relationship with your adult children doesn't look anything like the way you thought it would, I can help you. Moms who are in a painful relationship with their adult children tend to just spin in their sadness and in their pain because they're waiting for their adult children to change or they don't know what to do to instigate this change to have a peaceful relationship. My program is called Loving on Purpose and I help you fix what's not working in your relationship so you can feel love and peace with your adult children and then be able to move forward in your life. I can help you feel that peace that will cause you to know exactly what you need to do to maintain that peaceful connection with your children. I can help you feel secure and confident in your role as a mom. I can help you be able to choose how you want to feel in any moment. And that means being able to move forward, to live a satisfying, fulfilling life that includes always having love for your children. If you want some help, if you just want to get on a call with me and see what my program is all about, 
or how I can help you, go to bonnielyman.com and click on the little button that says book a call. That's where you can also go to sign up for my email. And I also have another free resource there, three remedies to better connect with your adult children.